Hey everyone, just wanted to let you know that this episode does contain spoilers on the work of Lynn Ramsey, so proceed with caution. Thank you. Good good morning. Uh, welcome to another episode of Live from the Videotech. My name is Sam Lounsbury, and I'm here with... Emma Greenleaf. <laughs> Emma, you are an intern at Facets. Uh, yes. how, are you in, how are you enjoying your internship so far? It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you can... It's okay. No, 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 no. That, I mean, like, uh, fun. what fun dirt do you have on Paul? <laughs> What's, um, <laughs> his movie taste never ceases to amaze me. That's true. Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> we both, uh, saw the film. You were never really here. Mm-hmm. The Lynn Ramsey thriller, would you call it? Uh, Deconstruction of the action genre. Yes! Use those critical words! Um, yeah, and I just, I had never seen any of her work before, and I thought it would be a great excuse to revisit it and also just try to watch and, and get caught up. And uh, this past week, I did, and I think you did as well. Yeah, I had seen some stuff before, but I caught up on the ones I hadn't. Yeah, uh, and I can tell you right now, I don't know how this week went for you, but it was a bummer. It was dark, yeah. It, she's she's a very, un, she's a very uh, ruthless and very, uh, yes. content, content-wise, very interesting filmmaker, yeah. and I'm really excited to get started. Uh, so, uh, we... I started, how did the order go for you? Because I started with, uh, you were never really here, and then I went backwards. I started with Ratcatcher, then I went Ratcatcher, Morvan Collar, and We Need to Talk About Kevin. Mm-hmm. I, I saw We Need to Talk About Kevin back when I was in high school, so I had to revisit that, but so I saw that first, then You Were Never Really Here, mm-hmm. then Morvan Collar, and then Ratcatcher, and I watched Morvan Collar twice. Oh, oh, yeah. are you a Morvan Collar fan? Yes. Okay, that's... Or are you not? Oh no. Uh, uh, well, I, well, let's go. Let's let, we'll get to more of Caller in a minute. But uh, Ratcatcher, what uh, I saw it uh, back on last Friday. Mm-hmm. What did you, you saw it like a couple of days ago? Yeah, just a few days ago. How did how did it pan out for you? Uh, well, to me, it was the darkest of all the ones I had seen. Oh wow! I, to me, they went in like order of darkest. Like, oh from wow! Yeah, not dark to the darkest one, <laughs> the darkest and it one. really depressed me. It reminded oh. me of Gummo. Oh, but like with a soul like okay. i hate gummo so and yeah. i liked this one but i don't know <laughs> i don't really know where to go for that it was hard to keep the name straight hard okay. to understand them yeah but i don't mind that i had subtitles on i um, yeah i had the I, first minutes and i'm like i'm putting the KLS captions on yeah and i all the kids looked the same so mm-hmm. it was hard for me to just like to see who was who i had to write yeah. down, I wrote down their names um yeah, I don't know. What did you think? I, I thought it was... Uh, I actually liked it a lot. I, it was actually my favorite out of the bunch. I, I would probably tie that with Weenie and talking yeah. about Kevin as well. But I think I was so blown away by how much energy was in the film and yeah. how much, like, how much humor they found in it. Like, yeah. that, like it's such a dark and, and depressing tale. For those who haven't seen it, it's about a bunch of these kids who are just living in poverty and, and, and like just alcoholism family and like it's in Glasgow and everything is just covered in gray. I know. Oh, stylistically it was her most muted palette for sure. I would yes, say yes. maybe more of a color like second, mm-hmm. but that's part of what depresses you. It's everything. It's <laughs> the visual, it's the storyline. And yeah, but it worked. It was effective. Yes, yes, I agree. Um, it, I thought it was effective, but it, I also really, 
they're, they're, it, it doesn't shy away from being, like, telling the truth or, like, being in the yeah. depressing states. Because, like, that ending, I, I was I was initially tricked by the ending. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought, like, oh, no, he got, he, it, yeah. he got saved. Like, yeah. oh, that's going to be great. And, like, oh, no, he's dead. Yeah. He's a oh dead, God, dead baby. <laughs> that ending just broke me. And then how they go to the house, like, oh, the key. yeah. Yeah, it confused me in parts. Like, was that real? Was it not? Yeah, no. She she plays with that a lot. In a lot of the films. Yeah, we're going to find that a lot. Uh, so there's a couple of uh, interesting things about this film. I, I realized I didn't know that this film had, didn't have a wild release I when it went in. I was like, I I was watching it like, wow, this is kind of a, it's a great movie. I don't yeah. know why it, it wouldn't happen. And then the bathtub scene happened. Oh, true. And I was like, that... Okay. Yeah. Nope. I understand exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if if it was released today, it would have a wide release. Oh um, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, the and the the. How do you feel about that scene? Because I stopped it like immediately because I was at my desk. Oh. I was like, I didn't want anyone at work yeah. to know that I was. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was alone watching it, so I didn't stop it, and I'm pretty yeah. desensitized to like everything. Yeah. But it was. It was striking, and then every scene with that girl, with the poor girl in it, oh was, yeah, was heartbreaking. Every every everyone except for James in that yeah. film, like, treats her like garbage, and I, I find. That... But even he's like complicit in the treatment of her, which that's what breaks me. That's like that happens in a lot of movies. But... True, but like, I, how how do you think? Do you think that he he's unaware really of how what the treatment is because i I, rem- I always remind i always remember that scene when like they're you don't see what's happening but they're alluding like they're yeah. having sex with her yeah. and uh they like say oh get go on and it's like she just lays on top of yeah. her i thought that's what they were all doing at a certain oh. point i was like are they just i just didn't i didn't get it I no guess. yeah that was that i thought i thought and that was like a child like trying to act like an adult and i was like oh that's but the boys are not that much older than him no, they aren't. They're like maybe like 16, 15, yeah. 15 and they're. It, but it is a big gap. It is. Loss a, of innocence. Yeah, and like if anyone asks, like there's a huge difference between 12 and 13. Yeah. I think. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, well, um, let's move on to Morven Collar, mm-hmm. a more hopeful film, I think. Yes. Yeah. And mm, more hopeful altogether, but yeah. still pretty dark. Absolutely, yeah. Hard to root for anyone. Yes. That, uh, I found, um, she was, I found Samantha Morton's performance in it to mm-hmm. be almost a problem in the oh, film. Because, okay. like, I, I couldn't read anything from her. Mm-hmm. And I think that was, yeah. and that's a little bit what the, what Lynn's trying to do. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a little challenging to have, um, it's, she doesn't want to, like, show anything because, like, it's a mystery and it's yeah. kind of... So much hap- of it happens inside and yes. we're only seeing that, like, through her eyes. So that's why yeah. I think she's great in it mm-hmm. because, like, if you were really looking at her face, which the camera is always on her face, yes. then you're seeing it, but I do get that. I mean, you're just supposed to feel as much in the dark as her friends and everybody she's lying to. Yeah. Oh, God. It's crazy. And did you notice the, her boyfriend or husband who killed himself his name is james gillespie i i love that yeah. i thought that was a great joke I think yeah i was <laughs> like ooh, the world building even though it would not make sense year wise <laughs> no oh like there's a lynn ramsey extended yes. universe yeah <laughs> well i mean the same same exact name yeah it's uh, i i think it might have been a little like there might have been some freedom liberty yeah. there like oh it could have been anyone 
But like I I was uh, that was probably the toughest one for me to go around mm-hmm. like because um, just just because like I could not for the life of me understand why she wouldn't tell anyone. Yeah. And then like you go back and you see like oh the he left a to do list. Mm-hmm. And for a suicide note. Ugh, he, I hate him. And he I hate him so and he's dead. Yeah, and it's a kind of hate Morburn too, but like, I don't know. It did not seem like they loved each other very much oh. from the tiny bit that we do get. Yeah. Just of her reacting to it. Yeah. And it, se- it definitely seemed like a, um, it was a search for, I kept on noticing that she was constantly trying to find another companion or another person yeah. to adapt to her identity mm-hmm. like because I, I don't know if this right like i saw like the scene when she's at the party and she's like the steamboat goes by and you just see yeah. her like trying to attract the um oh yeah that was a weird part that, that was just, a, yeah that, that part felt like i don't know she just like needed the like voyeuristic like thing oh. to happen just like a compulsion almost oh, okay. like that because like she knew nothing was gonna happen no of course yeah. Yeah, it was hard to read that scene. It was hard to read her in general, but but that yeah. part, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, and I, 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 and then she goes to her, her friend, yeah. uh, Kathleen, which another bathtub scene, which I don't, yeah. I wrote that yeah, down in my notes, true. like what, what is her deal with bathtub scenes well, in her Scottish? Deal with water is oh. throughout every everything. I yeah, mean, for sure. Oh yes, Ratcatcher, you never really hear I more of a caller. Yeah, and but, and maybe and, we need to talk about Kevin. Yeah, yeah. Her obsession with water is dark. <laughs> I don't know if she had a past incident with, like, uh, drowning. Maybe. Not her drowning. She is... She, I think, like, out of all the filmmakers, like, that have been documented, like, she has... She's very secretive. She keeps her... Yeah. She, like, she... I looked at her Wikipedia. It's like, all the... The only thing that they've certified is that she has an honorary doctorate from a school. <laughs> like, that's cool. There are other stuff that's, like, like just straight up... Uh, rumors like apparently her father was a bartender, mm-hmm. but uh, like like it's it's so it's so like no concrete that's kind of hard to see her past in their in her films. Now. Yeah, and, well, yeah, and her you're right. At her as a person, she's like a mystery. It kind of makes her yeah. like godlike, and making mm-hmm. movies so far apart, mm-hmm. it like enhances that mystery. She like on a Reddit AMA, I think. Recently, someone asked her, what's a movie you recommend everybody to see? And she said, Morvan Caller. Like, she said her own <laughs> film. Oh. <laughs> Which I think is great. And her yeah. daughter's name is Lynn Ramsey Jr. <laughs> like, Jr. too. I love that. And she's in, uh, she's in Ratcatcher, if I She's remember. in Ratcatcher and two of the shorts. Oh, okay. I, I haven't seen any of the shorts. Mm-hmm. What did you... Um, are they equally as dark or depressing? Oh, yes. They're oh, equally wow. as dark. Well, one called um, Kill the Day is... Her daughter's not in that one. But it is just about an addict and I'm I think he's in prison and it's just like him just getting through the day trying not to I kill don't know, himself su- no succumb to buying drugs like oh it's pretty dark and then okay. small deaths is about like defining moments in a young girl's life that just make her close off into herself really dark <laughs> her daughter's in that one and gas man was my favorite and that one is about I don't even remember. It's about, like, two girls fighting over, like, their dad or something. What, is it one of them adopted? Or I was in... Oh, it might oh, be okay, that. Cause, okay. Yeah, because there's a yeah. whole scene that I remember uh, where she's like, she said, you were her daddy. She said you were her daddy. She kept saying that over and over. It was really sad. <laughs> so, yeah, they're all maybe even more dark. Yeah. Now, uh, let's... Speaking of dark, let's go to her... Uh, 
third her third film, which yes. is probably the most uh, diverging from yes. her other previous ones. Sure. Although I did see some comparisons with composition in yeah. Ratcatcher. Like mm-hmm. it's definitely like she brings that like Morven Collar's a little more handheld and like yeah. and less stylized. Like she goes straight back to being stylized, which mm-hmm. I, I I think we need to talk about Kevin is probably the uh, a fantastic example of that. It is my complete favorite, like, hands down. Because I just, she took the style <laughs> lever or whatever and just, like, pull it pulled all it the all way, way up. up. Like, yeah. the shots of, like, Tilda Swinton in the in the grocery store with the Campbell soup behind her. Oh, and yeah. just, it opens on, like, the orgy of blood or something. Or paint. It was well, not paint. It was yeah. supposed to be blood. But it's, like, it's, I, I loved, uh, here's a question, and maybe you can... Tell me, do you do you find this? Uh, I I see this film as a memory play, mm-hmm. and do you how reliable do you find Tilda Swinton's or Eva's character as an unreliable narrator? Huh, I guess I didn't think about it like that. She, I mean, Kevin is just such a sociopathic like thing that like. Yeah. But I do get that it could be her embellishing, but I guess mm-hmm. I just took her, I took her um, narration as. As, as fact, yeah, yeah, like, no, because Kevin just seems like such an evil child. Yeah, it it definitely does. It seems like he's such uh, um, Ke- Ezra Miller, yeah. his breakout performance, which I've I don't think I've ever had an initial hatred of somebody so strongly because oh. like he's so he's so cocky and so yeah. uh like traditionally handsome. Yeah. That I want to punch him. <laughs> I know he looks like an anime character. Like he looks someone would draw their dream boyfriend. <laughs> and his those shirts that are too small for that, him. That that was also weird. It's I, creepy and it's like Freudian, like yeah. their like relationship, and he's like gaslighting her from birth, like oh, <laughs> you know, like as a baby, like crying when his mom's holding him, and then being an angel. Yeah. His dad is, oh God. I oh I. What did you? So I this. Let's let's break this down because this is the most. I, I watched it yesterday and I was, I'm really excited about it. But yeah. the um, did you? I I found Kevin's um, Kevin. All of Kevin's actions in this film are amplified because of uh, Eva's like not only just general maternal instincts not kicking in or like or just general yeah. not wanting to be a mother mm-hmm. uh, and. The, not only that, but like also lying about it and trying yeah. to like make herself fake it to believe it. And the, every action that Kevin does is like trying to like kick them and say, "Hey, mm-hmm. I need you to not not saying that uh, massacre is is like not a cry for help because like ab- yeah, <laughs> it, it, I mean it's not it's not a good good cry for anything. Mm-hmm. But like the idea of like um, just everything that he's done is an amplification from what. He stems from his parents. Oh, that's yeah. true. I mean, I guess the way I read it was like completely different. Oh, it was no. like nature yeah, versus nurture, and you're seeming to say that it's nurture that made him what he was. Well, I think it's, I think definitely, like, no, no I think there's nature and nurture. I yeah. think they're like children have their own personalities yeah. and they come out like, I, I, I know people that are absolutely different from their parents, and yeah. you know it as well. Yeah. I mean, because I just took it as like maybe because I love Tilda Swinton, mm-hmm. but. I felt like her maternal instincts did kind of kick in. Like, she was really wanting to love him. Yeah. But he was just, from the beginning, just had an agenda against his mom. Like, I took that as more of, like, 
uh, not realistic point in the movie because mm-hmm. no, I don't think ch- children are actually like that. No, of course. No. <laughs> so I guess I took that as a more, um, what is the word? Like surrealist element yeah. to it. Yeah. That's a good. That is a good point. I loved that it was framed from the perspective of the mom yeah. of a uh, like mass murderer. Yes. You don't see that a lot. And yeah. I think that's Lynn Ramsey's female point of view. Yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, I also... But I also like the elements of like that they're the fact that Ezra Miller and Lynn Ramsey have so much so are so parallel with each other. Like they look like you kind of like they have similar haircuts and like I feel like that there's oh oh like his mom in the movie yeah yeah oh, they're, yeah they're stylized um, to like yes I know and the, <laughs> I know and John C Riley is the dad like he looks nothing like John C Riley that was actually, so much like Tilda Swinton that was actually one of my I I read a review on Letterbox that said like. Uh, that like this movie gets three stars because no way did John C. Riley until this one to make Ezra Miller. Yeah, really. No, who did make him? I think he was like made in a lab, and he has like a little blonde sister, right? She's blonde. Oh yeah, which doesn't make Looks sense. Like either. none of them. Yeah, none of them at all. Uh, Casting wasn't the priority, I guess. No, yeah, I I I love the, and God, like the maybe maybe you could tell. Me, I felt more comfortable when they went back to the violence mm-hmm. or like went back to the gore. Cause like every time yeah. I saw, uh, Tilda and Ezra, uh, Kevin and Eva yeah. in a room, just playing their me- mental mind games yeah. on each other. Every- I was like immediately tense. And I just really, I left my desk every time I just took a walk. True. It's like the violence you were comfortable with that, but yeah. it's super hard to watch a mother treat her son like that, but it's because he's so yeah. evil, and you see that. Yeah. But they're both so unlikable. Yeah, no, and I was I was really glad they that they didn't shy away from that. Yeah, like, oh, I, no. like the putt putt golf scene, yeah. where she just makes fun of overweight people for no yeah, fucking reason. That's I like that because you think that you're you think that you're like rooting for her completely, yeah, and then yeah. they'll pop in something like that where you're like, wait, she's actually really mean too, and then yeah. that goes to your point that maybe. She was not nurturing at all. No, of course. <laughs> it's like she. The, I think that, uh, and I like that the fact that there's uh, there's a bring the feminist point of view. Like I like that John C. Riley refuses to believe any of this, yeah. and like that's so. And like the thing that kicked in, the thing that kicked in the most. Like he's like she's like feeling like after her daughter is poisoned. Mm-hmm. Or oh, something with the God. eye, which yes. was heartbreaking. What? What is that stuff like? Drain. Draino, yeah, and it's like it just. I think it's in the eye. Yeah, like she had it. Poured it in her eye, which that movie is all about eyes. Oh, oh, go ahead. I actually, I don't. Um, I'm from, I'm, well, do you remember the part he like eats? I think it's like a le- lychee or something. It, oh, it's like a grape. That's almost, and then he oh, eats it's it, so, and it's yeah, it's so gross. Yeah, <laughs> and then there's the thing with her eye, mm-hmm. and then I feel like there's more eye imagery, but yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. But uh, John C. No, it's okay. Uh, John C. Ry- John, C- you had a point. John C. Riley is like they're in they're in the hospital after the Drano incident. Yeah, and he's like, she's like, just saying he was supposed to do it. He was supposed to watch mm-hmm. over. He's like, you need to go seek help. And I'm like, you're crazy. And I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, it's so terrible. Yeah, well, that's like why it made me think of gaslighting because it's like he, um, like Ezra Miller is doing this stuff and it's. What am I even trying to say? Um, she's not believed. Like he knows she's not going to be believed, but for him, it's also because it's his dad that is going to believe him over her. 
and it just makes her seem crazier and crazier mm-hmm. until she eventually like is crazy. Yeah. She snaps <laughs> and she like, she, just, she tosses him off the or she just throws him. She throws him, which I was I've never rude for a child to be abused more. <laughs> I know, I loved it. That was shocking. Like you really don't imagine that yeah. she would physically hurt her child. No, and but then she does. she does. And then how he like likes her more after that, that was twisted. He respects he like he respects just, her a little bit more and yeah. like he like stop like he immediately like, it's the most honest thing you ever did to me. That, <laughs> that part was dark. But like also I love the like even when she's in even when um Ezra's in prison, which I, I can't stop saying Ezra. I yeah, oh, I mean... He's, this is going to be a role that defines him yeah. until, like, uh, until Flash 2 comes out. Okay. But the, uh, Ezra, like, even when he's in prison and, like, he's just saying there, like, there's an entire, like, facade of parenting that's happening. Mm-hmm. That fact that uh, she, even when she asks, like, do you know how you get that, how you got that scar? She yeah. says in a tone that, to me, reads, like, motherly or like mm-hmm. like like almost asking like asking a son like do you know why this is happening to you yeah. and like and then like the that parallels the next time when uh, it's a great contrast i guess with the ending mm-hmm. which whoa uh when you see like she asks she asks a serious question to him like hey yeah. you did this why yeah <laughs> that's a really yeah that's a good point and then when he's like I used to think I knew, but now I don't know. Like, that... That's the part that made me think, like, oh, he's just truly insane. Yeah. Like, it's not... She... He just is a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> and... But the... We should talk about the part where he shoots at the school with a bow and arrow. That's... Like, okay, <laughs> that's... Spoiler. But like, that's also a weird element of the film. Like, it starts... When I saw that film, like, I... I, I knew about the... I've, I've seen the trailer before, so yeah. I knew about the bow and arrow. Yeah. But I didn't know how... To that extent... But like I, when I saw him like getting the re- when he was reading, when she was reading Robin Hood mm-hmm. to him, I yeah. could not stop oh. stop and think like, oh no, he's not interested in her. She doesn't give a crap about him. Always just reading yeah. the. It's like oh, there's violence. Like oh, this is what is this? Yeah, and they're like they just think archery is like a fun habit for like they're not that athletic child to take up, <laughs> and then it turns out that he shoots up the school with it, which is probably the most unbelievable part that he could kill that many people. Yeah. yeah. But it's amazing. Yeah. It's so... Uh, it's such a... Such a twisted film. <laughs> but He's so good. And when he puts the guinea pig in the... Oh! <laughs> I have a guinea pig, so that's like... Oh, the no. Did you like... Did you like... You're like... Disposal. Were you watching it with your guinea pig? No. Oh, that would have been terrible. <laughs> no. But I was like, oh my god. I, I'm just glad that they got rid of the guinea pig right away because oh. it wasn't like a... Yeah. MacGuffin? Almost. No. You, you know could, where it's just yeah. like he's gonna kill it because that's how they start. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, the guinea pig, that's like a weird bit where you see. Like they're looking for the guinea pig, like John yeah. C. Riley and are looking for the guinea yeah. pig and then like immediately make fun of the fact that their that their child's pet is dead. That's true. <laughs> it's yeah. like Fluffers is gone to the great whale in the sky. Bad people, yeah. (laughs) They're just terrible people who don't deserve children. (laughs) They just should not. I mean, Tilda Swinton and John C. Riley should not procreate just based on... Their their channel. It would just not look good, but but in the movie, too. Yeah, no, it was... Yeah, but uh, uh, one thing, I love the the ending. Mm -hmm. There's a... When he says that line, I used to know and I didn't know. Like, there's such a... I the confidence is gone. Yeah. Which is so yeah. which 
took me a while to rewind it and mm. I had to watch it again. Like, oh, he's not, this is him as a child. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's finally yeah, it's really being regretful. Mm-hmm. He, like, hugs her, right? Or, like... Does she hug him? Okay. Or does I don't remember. Was... I think she kind of grabs, she, like, hugs him, and then he just, like, kind of, like, collapses, like, into her because he's finally let down that yeah. confidence, that, like, psychopathic... Yeah. Le- like, wall. Veneer. And it shows, like... He just wants his mom, which is so sad after what he did to her and after what she did, did to him. The, and what he did, what she oh did, my God, yeah, to, the did to the family, which I, I did not expect at all. Yeah, I was so... That was great, though. That was devastating. <laughs> There's some reoccurring motifs in all of her films. Mm-hmm. And I think this, this is like, we need to talk about Kevin's where it like kind of, they all, all the motifs come together. Like, like the yeah. f- beginning with um, the curtain and rat capture where there's like a, the you see i think it's alan i'm not sure the the younger kid that dies in the river oh, brian brian okay where brian's like just twisting himself in the curtain and like yeah dying around and there. there's yes. a curtain in like when she's there's a curtain wafting in the air when you mm-hmm. see when she goes to see the her son and uh no her people dead her family dead yeah uh and also this is something that i've never i don't know where she got it from but i love that she does this her taste in music is impeccable. Yeah, I wrote that down too. Like how she always uses the ironic music. Yeah. In every single film. Yes. I, that was a de- definite um, trope. It, yeah, I, I, I think that it was such a nice touch and it really brought yeah. like a sense of levity where yeah. like, <laughs> like outside of the film, which was kind of yeah. fun. Yeah, where it's like self-aware but also kind of a gimmick like i think people yeah. do that but she does it well yes she does and her the rest of her film like her besides film. the music they do not lean into tropes so no, i think she don't. can do that she does that thing. perfectly well yeah i i think that one last thing what my favorite uh before we move on uh my favorite uh little joke and we need to talk about kevin is when she's like She's carrying the baby and the baby and through New York, and she, he's just screaming at her. Mm-hmm. And he goes, she goes to the construction site yes. for a little bit of yeah. respite, like to not hear her son cry. And she can still hear him. Right? She can still yeah. hear him. And it's like, oh, it's oh, it's so. And people were looking at her like, why would you, why would you do this? It's so good. <laughs> oh, it's uh, that's probably the funniest. Even though they all do have moments of humor. More, this Mormon color of humor. I I, I argue uh, that it's probably it's. There's like, yeah, you're right. you're I mean, right. like, I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not like questioning it, but like, yeah. I think there are moments of levity, but like, mm-hmm. I can't recall any right now. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, no, you didn't write it down. Yeah. Uh, oh, what? Can we go back to Mormon color for a minute? Yeah. Uh, this reminded me of something. Uh, what did you think of the motif of ale of like insects or like the the visual metaphor of the insects in the film? Cause I remember, like I saw when I saw it. Uh, she there's two scenes of her like looking at when she's like stuck in Ireland. She mm-hmm. sees like two like worms. They're just like yeah. there's one that's like growing out of carrots, mm-hmm. and it's just like she, it's like her example of like how crappy her job is. Mm-hmm. And like she she sees that as like oh I'm stuck like it's I'm not yeah. really going anywhere. And then she like go when she goes to Spain. There's the insects that uh, mm-hmm. that have legs and have agency and that are able to move around and walk around yeah i didn't think about it like that but when you bring it up it actually makes me think of american honey um which is by which was played at facets by the way oh that's amazing i saw it at tiff oh uh, that was the only time I you were at tiff yeah oh that's yeah it was amazing and andrea arnold was there um and so they're kind of contemporaries andrea oh arnold absolutely and yeah 
And um, there's so much insect imagery in American Honey. Like, of her seeing, or like, uh, catching a bee inside and like releasing it because she sees herself as that. I think it's like, (laughs) with insects you can go one of two ways where it's like that, where it's like beautiful, or like three billboards where she flips over a cockroach (laughs) to show she has humanity, which is so stupid. (laughs) But that was a good point. Yeah. It's effective. Yeah, it's very, and I think like, it's one of those films that I just, I think I, uh, I did a comparison on, when I was writing my review on Letterboxd, I did a comparison of, uh, if, if Rat Catcher is, um, a good shot, a shot of good whiskey, Mm -hmm. and we need, and you were never here as like a absinthe cocktail. Uh, I think, <laughs> I think more of a collar is like a glass of Malort on ice. Uh-huh. Where it's like it's something you appreciate the more you drink it, but you still don't want like it's still really yeah, strong. Yeah, interesting, especially with you were never really here because that has very like green tone. Oh, <laughs> crap. Okay, let's go. Let's get to you were never really here. Yeah. Uh, this movie. Is I I I was blown away by when I saw it because mm-hmm. I was it I was shocked by two things one that it was as effective as it was and yes. how how not glorifying the action was mm-hmm. but also how um, the editing really is is ruthless is ruthlessly effective mm-hmm. it's it's so it's so good yeah I'm like astounded by how well she or how her mind works to yeah to set up shots and what she uses to tell the story like the part with the security cam- that's my oh favorite. that's that's security amazing camera part. footage yeah. to tell that part i love it and then the mm-hmm. flashbacks which we didn't talk about but like in we need to talk about kevin yeah and this one it's really the two the flashbacks like they tell you what you need to know but they still kind of keep you confused that's one of my favorite things she does yeah and if, she continues it it's i really do too she uses memory like mm-hmm. no other i love the fact that um and Kevin, like she's tr- like everything triggers her to like think about the past, whereas like you were never really here. The past keeps bleeding into the present. Like yeah. she can't, he can't. Joe cannot yeah. get away from like the past and every and, like all these traumas that, yeah. which oh, I've never felt so uh, sad for a crazy person. Before. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been compared to Taxi Driver. Yes, and I don't really think that's a good comparison. No, I, I agree. Uh, I don't know if I'm the only one, but I do not like Travis. Oh, um, no. Driver. Travis is not someone we should be rooting <laughs> yeah, for at but, all. But yet people do. He's become like the icon of like the film bros. You know? Oh, oh. Um, we can talk about our mutual hatred of film bros on a different podcast. <laughs> but, but with Joaquin, you really see, or I'm sorry, Jill, you see his background, which if Taxi Driver showed his war flashbacks, maybe you would feel worse for him. You yeah. Know? But with this one, it's so heartbreaking with what the flashbacks tell us about him and the ones from his childhood too. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> which confused me at first. But. That, yeah, that was, that was a huge mystery. Cause yeah. I, I was, when you first open up on the scene, Joe, he's stuck in, he's like in a closet, plastic bag, plastic bag over his head. Yeah. But like you also hear this, this voiceover of, I think it's Joaquin like saying like, what his father said? Are those oh. words his father would say? Like stand up straight. Don't be a, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I kept on hearing like, Oh, this is, like, is he kidnapping these girls? Mm-hmm. And, like, like, yeah, I thought it would be something where it, like, makes, like, like, he's actually evil. Yeah, and yeah, it's just, awesome. yeah. Um, but there's also the like, countdown, like, the, the little girl doing oh. the countdown from 10, which I think she does to kind of, like, get through. 
Oh, I wasn't... Yeah. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Yeah, it's in the trailer, I think, and it's like a recurring motif throughout the film. Oh, yeah. No. That's... And that girl is good. That girl's amazing. Yeah. Do you know the name of the actress? I... It's like Ekaterina something. It's, she... She's like Ukrainian. She's going to have a very good career. Yeah. And I think... I hope... I hope the world for her. Uh, what, uh, what did you think of the ending of You Were Never Really Here? Um, it was the only time I felt like it was like unnecessary brutality. Mm-hmm. Like the whole time, it's very like what you don't see yeah. is like the violence and that, that's what makes it effective. So it was a shocking ending. Mm-hmm. And I liked it. I liked how they... It was kind of comedic. Almost, oh, you know, yeah. Where, like, he shoots himself, and it's, like, fully shown. And then no the one... waitress, like, sets down the... The, the bi- Oh, yeah. So I, I liked how it was done. But then I also... I hated how the girl's like, Come on, Joe. It's a beautiful day. Because that was the alternative <laughs> title for the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I wow. didn't know why when I saw it. And then I was like, Oh, ew. It's because it's the last line. I hate mm. that. I hate when they say the... I don't know. Wrap oh. it up like that. I, I I always take the last line as the song from that they're playing in the end. If, oh, true. Which I true. I absolutely adore that song. Yeah, she is great with her music in that movie. And Johnny Greenwood's score. Johnny Greenwood's score. Best uh, score of the year, I'm going to say yeah. right now. I think it's so... It is it is eerie. It is... It is... Uh, un, is really unnerving. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think the best example of that is when he's actually going to the house... And you see, mm-hmm. like, it's just him following. It's just Joe's point of view, looking out in the car mm-hmm. from his car, following another car. Yeah. And that, like, I don't know what the sound like. It's just like it feels like it's not even instruments that they no. use to create. It's like synths. And, it's like, like they grab like bones and just yeah, rack yeah. them together. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a specific song because I listen to this the score actually like all the time called Hammer and Tape. So that listen to that one, everybody. Hammer. <laughs> uh, it's called Hammer and Tape, and that one I would say encapsulates like all the good parts of the score in the movie. You know how some songs do that where it's like mm. the best parts of the score in one song and it's when he's buying hammer and tape. So. Oh man. <laughs> uh, there's, there's two little uh, things I remember. Uh, I love the fact that the hammer says American made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's which true. is also great. And the fact that his murder like weapon of choice is a hammer. Is oh, a little, a little weird. Well, I mean, it makes gimmicky. It, I, I mean, yeah, it's gimmicky. He doesn't want to use a gun. He doesn't want to use a gun, but like it's because like you can leave gun and stuff yeah. in there, and like you kind of need, like I don't know why. I feel like they don't say this in the film, but like as my previous except previous, <laughs> just history of watching bad mm-hmm. action movies, like oh, yeah, you know, I mean, like yeah. Uh, but this reminded me, like uh, she's a Scottish filmmaker, mm-hmm. and the the fact that she has she's done two films about it that are inherently american yeah. problems uh, like uh, about the american dream like the dream. decay of it the decay and, of it and which like, a lot of like specifically in, like uh british filmmakers do when they make their first films yeah like uh andrea arnold for with american honey it's mm-hmm. just like the decay of the american dream and like with we need to talk about kevin the like you know nuclear family mm-hmm. the big house the like moving up socially yeah and it is still so dark yeah, yeah. I, I love that they have such a unique perspective mm-hmm. on america better than a lot of american directors <laughs> true it like they're able to step away and look from an outside perspective yeah it, i i love the that there was a weird there was a really dark moment in we need to talk about kevin where he's bought where he bought all the bike locks and his and john c realizes 
oh yeah, you're gonna sell them again. He's like, oh yeah, you're a regular Donald Trump. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. that's horrifying. That's what I put in my litter box log that like Lynn Ramsey predicted Trump's presidency because he's like a psychotic child, you know? Near the oh, oh, that's. Oh. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, do you have any other notes or any other things we could? You want to bring up about the um, lovely Lynn Ramsey? Yeah, well, we talked about the water and also yes. the the visual imagery of, like, the kid being tied up in the curtain. But also, oh, yeah. if you think about it, like, in You Were Never Really Here, Joe all the time tries to, like, suffocate himself yes. like, or drown himself. Yes. Like, it's like she really just has a fascination with suicide, ways to kill yourself. Well, actually, that, um, that actually, the book, the, the book that's based off of from uh, oh, You Were Never Really Here. It's based off of a John, uh, Jonathan Ames book. Mm-hmm. And my friend, uh, Nick Elberg, one of the clerk, clerks here, mm-hmm. uh, so he read the book before, and like every, so instead of like them visualizing, so it just, every time uh, that would happen, it's like, he really just says, I want to kill myself. Oh, I want to kill myself. I want to kill myself. So it's good that they didn't just have him yeah, say that. No, absolutely. It would have been terrible. Like, I, I also love the, um, she adapts books, like, Visually, though. Mm-hmm. Are and, they all adapted? Like, the last three... Okay. Her last three, Morvan Caller, uh, We Need to Talk About Kevin, and You Were Never really Here, mm-hmm. were all adapted by books, which mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm still blown away by, because yeah. I, I think Ratcatcher is, like, I really liked it, I mm-hmm. think she's a great writer. Yeah. Not yeah, saying that... Is. Or a great original story, mm-hmm. uh, but I think, like, she uses that... I like that she uses books as, like, a template to just practice directing, or mm-hmm. just, like, not know that the story's there and it's good yeah true where she like doesn't have to like put her energy in the writing she just puts it all in the storytelling and that's maybe what makes the the three that were adapted so visually impactful yes absolutely um yeah that's interesting to know yeah and i i think in uh, the we need to talk about kevin there was a I, the book the author i read an interview i listened to an interview by the author mm-hmm. and she there was a interview uh where she said i that when she was having meets means with lynn ramsey is like lynn ramsey said oh i kind of would like to do like to have um uh voiceover what do you think about that with the film which mm. i think would bring a little bit more it would be like kind of a blade runner move yeah for, i do like, not know if i would like that I'm i don't think so either fan. i think you already have in like that's what the author said too like mm-hmm. i think that voiceover is are done uh, poorly, and I think yeah. that they're, it's a visual medium. Yeah. You should just do it. And, like, you're not losing anything by having, not having a voiceover. Oh, you're no. you're seeing everything that Eva's going through in those yeah. moments. I think that is a perfect film, truly. Like, we need to talk about Kevin, and so if yeah. it had voiceover, that would detract from it so much. It's like being confused that makes it so yeah. effective when you figure it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that's kind of how it is with all of her films. True. Oh, yeah. It's like in, with Joe, you see, like, he's just in a room, in a yeah. hotel room, he's running away, and the first thing he does is punch somebody out in, a ba- in an alleyway. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. And then also with the flashback of him in undisclosed Middle Eastern country, how you see the, the dead person, you just see their feet, and you think maybe it's his feet, and that he's oh, like yeah. shot or whatever, but then shot you figure down. out it was a child that was shot by another child for a candy bar that he gave yeah oh that's yeah i don't even know where i was going with that but it was that was dark and how you're confused until you that's what i was going until everything in the culmination yeah Yeah. uh i emma you've been a great insight thank you so much for coming in uh also uh you're on twitter Mm -hmm. what is your twitter handle 
Emma Greenleaf, spelled exactly like it sounds. Please follow her on Twitter. She is hilarious. She is a, a fantastic film critic. Uh, thank you for coming into the live from the Bay Thank attack. you for having me. Thank you for listening to Live from the Videotech. Since 1975, Facets has connected people to independent ideas through film. It's our goal to make sure that film continues to have the power to remind us on what it's like to be human. All of our programs expand on this simple, empathy-driven idea in many unique and pioneering ways. Learn more at facets.org, and you can come visit us in person at 1517 West Fullerton Avenue, Chicago, Illinois.